Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the cool, 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 cool. The cool down. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. We've got Matthew Wade, who's super, super stoked with Bale's performance this weekend. We've got Wonga Denga, the Denga source, the fresh haircut, the freshest of them all. And then we've got Silo, who's recovering after a fantastic weekend away. Silo, how's that weekend of yours? You want to you shed some light on that scenario? No, it was good. It was good. One of my mates is uh, moving down to the coast. He's moving down to KZN. Um, he actually left today uh, and he's arrived safely. Um, so we just gave him a bit of a send-off as, as, as gents. You know, um, just a couple of a couple of beers, a couple of uh, um, cognacs and um, <laughs> rye and all of that stuff. You know, uh, surprisingly enough, he doesn't drink, but yeah, the rest of us do. So, obviously, <laughs> you know, when we, when, when, when we are having a shot and... and we're like, hey, let's have a shot. Let's have a shot. He's like, oh, he just fetches water, you know, or a Red Bull. And then we just like, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> a good weekend. I'm all good. Um, didn't watch much football um, on the weekend. I uh, watched most of Sunday's games, though. Um, but yeah, man, it seems like I, I'm actually the only person who didn't win amongst the four of us. So, ish, man. Yeah, yeah, funny enough, like the three of us were huge beneficiaries of this this weekend's results, but which is quite good. You guys are quite happy. I see the smiles on my right hand side there. Yeah, man. Yeah, you guys yeah. scored goals. You guys all you guys all scored goals, man. It's, I think it's something that uh, that you guys haven't been doing much, you know. Especially Matt, uh, he's been struggling a bit. You know, Wonga's been up yeah. and down. Wonga wins today, loses tomorrow, and then yeah, I mean yeah. Claudio, you I don't know you. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I predicted we all predicted that Liverpool were going to win, right? Yeah. yeah, you guys yeah, did. You yeah. guys did. But I mean, me being a so cautious cool. Liverpool, this is four games in a row. I wasn't going to go yes again. I knew eventually, it's like when you're playing um, <laughs> for a left or something, you know, eventually, you know, the tides of the pattern's going to change. But I wasn't sure if it was this weekend. And yeah, that game against Sheffield felt like it was a Champions League final to me personally. So when we scored, <laughs> when we scored I celebrated it like like it was the final. I don't know, Matt, oh, how was your, your feeling with the whole Bale scenario? Oh, man, it was awesome to see Bell back. I mean, I know we'll chat about it in more detail, but I mean, I, and first off, let me say Burnley were very accommodating. You know, they really, if you're going to try to play yourself out of bad form, Burnley, the version of Burnley that rocked up at Spurs this weekend was definitely the right one to do it because they were, they gave yeah. us so much space. They were really lax, lax on the ball. Um, but you can only beat the team that's in front of you and Spurs are really good. Um, it was so amazing to see Bale, Kane, Son all on at the same time. And, um, connecting really well the the understanding was there bell was back to i mean i haven't seen bell like that in years he was phenomenal um and it was just a just a, a feel-good result for spurs you know clean sheet it was hugo Lloris's 100th clean sheet in the premier league which is a good achievement for him um i think there's a, there's not there's a limited number of keepers who've done that i'm sure one of the stats guys will have the, the accurate thing so it's a the big achievement for him so it was a good weekend yeah really really good a lot of screaming and shouting yeah. Well, that's that's always that's always fun when you're as a football fan, guys. Marcus Curry is on the line, so give a little shout Thanks. out to him. Hey, how's it, Marcus? Hey, hey. What up, Marcus? <laughs> right, guys. We're going to kick off with the Premier League fixtures. The first one is Man City West Ham, guys. It's 20 games unbeaten. They're on their road. I think it's 27 in total, apart from Premier League mm. games or something like that. And if they win the next one, yeah. I think they break a world record. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but that's what I heard. No, it's I think it's because yeah. I saw I saw today it was they've got twenty and I think the guy on tops they've twenty who was it? I think it's Bruce or Dortmund or am I wrong? But they got twenty four. I, I think the top one is some Irish side. Oh, is it? Yeah, but, yeah, but they're gonna be. To but go. to, I think if they win tonight, they break the British record. 
and then the world, yeah, record, yes. the world record is still a couple of games away. Um, yeah. But yeah, the British record is tonight. If they, if they win tonight, it's a British record. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a hell of a... Who did they beat? They played the record. I'm saying the record. Uh, oh. It was some like amateur, yeah. like semi-pro sort of team. I think like Matt said, either Ireland or Wales or something like that along those lines. Oh, okay, but the, the game in particular, the Man City-West Ham game, guys, it, I think it was halftime, still 1-1 West Ham. Pretty much they gave a go for it. And right at the end, they had a chance that, where they could have equalized. So what I don't know. I say? What did I say? I said it will be 1-1 and then City will sneak it, uh, will, will score a second goal and make it 2-1. I just had a feeling that 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 the goat, uh, Michael Antonio, the Messi of 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 London, was going <laughs> to score a goal, and who and who provided the assist? Jesse Lingard. I said it. Mm. Jesse Lingard has familiarity with doing well at the Etihad. He was going to be a crucial player, and he's the one who actually delivered the cross. Um, at the end there, where where Diop, ah oh, man, that's such a poor header, man. I wish it, I wish it fell to like a. A serious defender, man. Like I wish Ogbonna was 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 fit, <laughs> or Dawson was the person who got that header. Yeah. That would have been a, a goal if it was Dawson or, or Ogbonna. But uh, man, I think it was a, it was a good game for West Ham. Just unfortunate not to not not to not not to get the uh, draw. But um, yeah, Man City marches yeah. on, and yeah, I think we can um, give them the title um, this weekend. Like like how they're doing with the uh, Rangers this weekend. <laughs> well, I think. Fair play to West Ham, though. Like, you look at the last couple of teams that have gone up against City, you know, I, I think the Spurs won, the Arsenal won. I mean, Spurs were nowhere. We rolled over and got absolutely smacked. We chatted about the Arsenal one last time where it was kind of, they just seemed not up for it. They really didn't put any effort in. They kind of sat back. But West Ham really went for it. And I think that's what's shown with West Ham the course of the season is they, they've gone into every single game with the view. They look like a team who could win any game. Um, and they showed that again. They weren't. They weren't. It wasn't an easy game for City. There were chances. Uh, you know, I think on balance, City deserved to win it. But there was definitely West Ham really made a good account of themselves. They're a solid side. They really are looking good. I don't know if I go so far as to say it's best in London, but you know, they're not bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, At the moment, they top four. I mean, they are on that fourth spot that everyone's after. So we've got to give it to them right now. But also, guys, Man City, both their centre halves are the guys who scored their goals. So just when you think they've got no strikers and they're struggling, they just find somewhere in the team someone's going to pop up. Diaz getting one of his goals after all the chances he's had this season. He puts one away in that sort of typical fashion that he's come in there, super vocal, super commanding, in charge, and he does the thing. And then John Stones, out of all the players, gets free in the box and manages to pass it in. That's the funny thing is when you say generally if two centre-halves are going to be scoring, you would assume they would come from set pieces. But they didn't. It was all open play. <laughs> no, but 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 it's but it's from a it was still from a, a, a broken up corner, right? For for the for the John Stones one, because it was it was a it was a, it was a matter of it was being a corner, then it got pushed out, and when it got pushed out, went to a player, then went to Zinchenko, then Zinchenko played it to Mares. But it wasn't, but it wasn't a direct set piece. When, when, when does the set piece end? I guess we need to have more of an academic debate. We trade in facts here. <laughs> when is it no longer a set piece? 
<laughs> I think third you phase. Have to third the halfway phase, line. Yeah, no, definitely, dude. Third phase, a direct set piece is it gets swung into the box. If it's three, four phases, then it's not. In my opinion, yeah, I don't yeah. know what do you think about that. But, but, but with, with John Stones, um, you know, I'm Thanks, not surprised. With John, with, I'm not surprised with John Stones. John, John Stones is a foot is a footballer, so he's always been a footballer. Yeah. So that finish is not a surprise for for for, for me. He's always been a footballer, yeah, so so you know, if 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 Harry mm. Maguire finished like that, then I'd be surprised. Yeah, question Green. about that though. Harry Maguire or uh, look, I know England's probably gonna take both those players as center halves, but which one would you pick over the other if you had to for England starting lineup? I think it but depends that's... on the game, right? I think it depends on the opposition. They're they're they're, they're very different defenders. John Stones is is solid at he'll bring it out from the back, he'll dribble it forward, he'll bring the midfielders into the game. And I think against weaker opposition, that's the kind of thing England look for. And then if England are playing a, a stronger team, they might want someone who's just gonna you know, put a foot through it and get rid, and and that's where you want someone like Maguire. Um, yeah. Also, was it, was it? I think it's, it's side by side. I don't know if you'd ever play those two together because the lack of pace you'd have would be a bit worrying. But I think, England, I they, think they, yeah. Is England going to play a back three? If they're playing a back three, then I guess they'll probably they'll probably play. Oh, I don't know. Will they play Mings as well, the left side? You know, yeah, they do Walker as well. Walker in the back three because we've got so yeah. many good right backs. He just packs them around. He puts one at centre back. He puts one on right back. Puts one in midfield. So we get sort of Walker, Alexander Arnold, Trippier all in the side. Shoehorned in as best. James on the James on James on the bench. Alexander Arnold in that squad, even though he's not playing. That's an interesting call. Uh, I mean, you know. Hey, Trippier, Trippier, Trippier. I don't know. Trippier has been banned, so that's 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 the other player who, who normally. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Who, who's, 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 it up. So maybe Walker now finally gets to play right back for England again. It's been so long. <laughs> wait, wait. If Trippier has been banned, he's got time in his hands. Who's trying to get him onto our show? Anyone? <laughs> let's let's try it, man. Let's let's send it, let's send him a DM, man. Send him send him a message there. Say, yeah, Trippier. Say 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 say. I'm, I'm a big fan of yours since your Burnley days. <laughs> and we're looking for betting, a betting sponsor, so man, maybe you can look us up in the right. <laughs> oh, there you go. Pull your middle finger, Eric. Well, guys, man. Wow, bro. <laughs> All right, oh, guys. Man. So, Man City, West Ham, two-one. Guys, we know you said it's it all. Man City is pretty much it's their title. Let's face it; it's they're going to take it. Uh, West Ham, though, realistically moving forward, they're doing well. Are they going to put up a fight for the top four? Do you th- see this going all the way to the end for them? Yeah, look, they will definitely. For me, I feel they'll. they'll I mean, they're there now, <laughs> um, and they, they're probably tasting it and smelling it. Um, it's close to the end of the season. They'll definitely try. I mean, they'll also think that they they're deserving of it because I mean they're there. Um, and, yeah. and and I mean putting even like the results against Man City. Man City are obviously the better team, but um, even to get a goal against them, um, I think was was good on their part. And I, I mean, West Ham are yeah. flipping. They're scoring every. They're scoring almost every game that they play. Um, so they they definitely will see themselves as a, a contender for that top four. Um, probably try and, and I mean, if you look, I think they can even go third, even you know. But I mean, obviously, the top four will be their their target now mm-hmm. and their aim to yeah. sit there and stay there. I think that will definitely be their their aim. They're there now. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. I can't I can't dispute that. Celo, uh, do you want to say anything before we move on to the next game? No, no, I think I think yeah, I think I agree with, with the guys. Um West Ham are putting their hands up. <laughs> um let's see let's see what does happen. But but I think I think yeah, I think they they their aim at the end of the day is to make one of the Euro- European slots, whether it's Champions League or, or Europa League, you know. 
Um, it comes with some more uh, money um, attached to it, obviously, uh, which will be good for the club and also a bit of prestige, you know, um, something mm-hmm. to get the fans excited about, you know, a Thursday night, European night, Wednesday night, Tuesday night, whichever whichever, whichever side they end up, you know. Um, we can ask yeah. Matt how how he, he started to feel about that, you know, in the last, since when Poch came, or let's say, let's say when, when, when Harry Houdini got, um, got it, I think. I think Harry was the first guy to get it um, with, yeah. with, 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 with Bale um, terrorizing on the left-hand yeah. side. You know, you know, Matt has been a happier person since, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know me before then, you know. <laughs> Guys, just, just a shout-out here to Kames. Kames says, he, you know, we finally got one this weekend, boys, and I watched the whole game, Arsenal away. Wonga, share some love there for Hamas. Your boys, your boys. Yes, James. <laughs> now we put it in. We, we did we did the works. Um, I'll not lie to you. Uh, <laughs> I was very worried in the beginning. Uh, when uh, With the starting lineup, looking at the starting lineup, uh, not starting Saka, not starting Aubameyang. Um, yeah, that putting on choice. William. Bias off the bit, on the bench. A lot of people on the and, bench, sure. Yeah, and double losing the bench. And and if I looked at, if I compared our injury list to, to to Leicester's injury list and the players that we started, it's oh you're kinda of thinking like what the heck are we are we trying to do here? Um like I said, and I, I was telling everyone I think if you're trying but to surprise that, that reaction surprise was, sorry, Bongo, but that reaction was what based on what current form as to the players. Because if you're looking on paper, 100%. those players that we started are still quality players. They're not they just probably yes, haven't yes. been hitting the heights that they should be hitting, but they're still quality players. Yeah. And considering that game that they had on Thursday against Benfica which went right to the end. The, your, those players that play that day, they gave it everything they had. So in the yeah. end, I mean, Arteta, you can't argue with the result that he gets here. Yeah, no, no, I can't argue with the result. Um, I'm just being honest with you that when I saw the, I was not 100% for In fact, I was not forward at all when I saw who was starting and who wasn't. But then again, you know, you consider that they've got, they played they played Thursday um, and they've got a manager now who's going to come this week. And I think, him resting the other guys, it, it did work out for him in the end. I think Arsenal, um, I mean, the first goal for me was very worrying also. Um, you yeah, know, when we, I mean, looking, was poor. looking at the lineup, yeah, looking at the lineup and then you, you see that first goal, you, you're, you're thinking it's game over. Um, that yeah. defending, and it's that, for me, if you look at that, you're like, there surely has to be a lack of communication there because there was Pablo Mari and um, uh, Alneni who could have covered um, Shaka and they all know Shaka. Shaka was never gonna catch him. Never, ever, 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 ever gonna catch him. Yeah, and 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 if you look at it, if you look at it, it's okay. Like Pablo Mari, they just run flat. They just run straight back to the keeper. They could have literally run at an angle. Um, and then he covers in. Oh, and then he could have gone there. And Pablo Mari covers him. It was simple. Like, and I think who was. Who was there it, uh, next to, to Mari? It was, uh, it wasn't David Luiz, it was Naum, I forget. Um, holding um, wasn't There was, no, Holding wasn't playing. No, I can't remember now. What the heck? I can't remember the team. But anyways, they could have pulled him. Mm-hmm. He could have literally told them to to move one player. You know, no, one man, player. it was David Luiz. David Luiz scored. It was David Luiz. He scored, yeah, Luiz. He scored man. Oh, yes, yes, WG did play. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. I'm looking for who was in the bench then. You know, yeah, the, the problem WG here is, real, the problem here is you, you've cut all your hair and you don't like the guy who's got all the hair. That's what's going on here. You just can't remember him. <laughs> yeah. like, because you cut your hair, but, you just excluded everyone who's got a lot of hair in your mind. Uh, yeah. Nah, look, I mean, but for, for, for me, it's, I mean, the, 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 I think the, the results, I think that's what is the, that was the most important thing uh, for me. And, I mean, it, like, Pepe as well. Pepe did play well. Um, 
I wasn't expecting him to play that well. He did play well, um, and probably he was probably the, uh, the the key player at the end of the day who got us um, that that third goal to I mean to secure the win. Um, so yeah. yeah, big ups to Arsenal for I mean guys who are not on form and and they ended up beating Leicester who are third in the log. I think that's that's very well done to them, and I just hope they can just form some consistency from this and not lose the next game. But, Jeez, but, but, but you, you, you're talking about hope here, Wonga, but do you not think there's a sense of belief in the squad now? Pretty much people buying into what Arteta's doing. Guys are kind of going, okay, you know, you don't you don't feel that at all. You don't feel like if they're buying uh, into Arteta. Look, I saw the I saw the goal against Messi and I saw the goal now against Stig. I think there's still a lot of things we need to fix up. Yeah, there's the I mean, geez, we're gonna be conceding goals like that every week. I, I think we must just chill us. I think the potential for us to win is there, you know, to beat sides. It is there. Um, mm. that 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 we can we can give sides trouble, we can score against them. But if you're gonna be leaking goals at the back, um, then there's there's problems, you know. Yeah. Um so I think I think but for me, like I've said from the beginning, that I did the one thing I did like about Ateta, um Ateta's team when he took over is that, um, and it's something I will not forget, is that we actually look like when we go out there, we actually want to win the game. Um, when, um, when um, who's this guy now? Troopers. Um, you never oh, remember Emery's when, name, bro. He must be yes, Emery. He forgot about him completely. He's gone. Yeah, exactly. He wiped like, out. He passed him he, in the street. You wouldn't even he, recognize his face. He, he just remembers... <laughs> Venga, Pateta. I don't remember there was a coach in between. Matt's yet to remind you. Matt's yet to remind you. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't let you forget that, Oak. I saw what you guys looked like. Good, uh, good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, Una was horrible. I mean, in the sense that that's the only thing I didn't like about Una's squad is that, yes, it didn't look like he, we didn't look like he wanted to win. And I mean, teams like Brighton and all of those guys below us, Wolves, looked like they wanted to win matches. That's the difference I can see now, but we've got problems we need to fix. That's for sure. Hundred percent sure, Claudia. Okay. All right. Fair enough, guys. The one where there's a lot of controversy on West Brom Brighton. This Ugh. game. <laughs> I mean, where, where do we be begin here? Who wants to start? Who wants to kick us off there? No, I wish I, I, I wish I wish I wish I knew what you're talking about. So <laughs> what happened now? There was a goal. The there was a goal scored. It was disallowed. Then it was reinstated, and then it was disallowed again. Is that yeah. is that the order it was? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what happened was the guy? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Wonga. Yeah. 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 So the guy, I think he he he's taking um the ref blows a foul for uh blows um a foul. The guy's taking a free kick. Then he blew the whistle for the guy to take the free kick. The guy takes the free kick quickly, scores it, but then the ref blows. Um, and apparently, I think oh, the, so, the VAR oh, so, one that disallowed. So, 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 so they blew because of the quick free kick. No, no. So, yeah, so the referee, that, yeah. So the ref, the ref blows the whistle, saying, "You know, you can take." Oopsie. Yeah, sorry. That's thank you, Matt. Sorry, guys. Ignore that scoreline because it's actually the other way around. <laughs> the other way around. <laughs> 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 that's not that's not, that's I've that's actually. Not that's a typo. You know, Matt's he, he, he wants he wants he wants he wants West Brom to be relegated. That's why. <laughs> yeah. He wants he wants to out of a job. The only one yeah who's awake is Matt. Yeah, but to, to the point. Okay, but I don't know what you guys are talking about. So you guys could yeah. have continued. So there's a foul on the edge of the box. The ref blows the whistle, saying, you know, the guy can take the, the free kick quickly. 
he realizes that the keeper is still setting up his wall, the ref. So as the guy's taken it, the ball's about to hit the back of the net. The ref quickly blows his whistle again. So now they've scored. Brighton have gone off and they've celebrated like, you know, they've equalized, which is what they did because they were doing yeah. well at that point. He then stops. No, 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 no. He says, no, no, no. They go to VAR. He then awards the goal or something. Oh, he awards the goal. Then they go to VAR. VAR goes, no, the second whistle is officially blown just before the ball crosses the it's line. A, so line no yeah. goal. But like, the ball is in the air and it's like, and it's like you never in. know. And what VAR is saying is that the balls must know. <laughs> like, the whistle has been blown. I must now ignore all physics and drop to the floor in an orderly manner. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's what happened. But I think, oh, uh, besides everything, true. you know, and then like the controversy goes back to VAR, oh, but at the end of the day, it was just the ref making the ref, a complete holler. He made a complete holler. And yeah. I think he's he, at the back of his mind, he's realized what he's done as he's blown it. And he's gone, flip, guys are going to scrutinize me before this even goes back to the neck. So he blows it again to try and like pull it back. And then he's just, he's really just cocked the whole situation yeah. up. It's shocking. It's another example where the letter of the law was followed. And because they've got the technology to back it up now, they can say, yeah, the whistle was blown before it crossed the line. So it's actually, mm. and because of now we're so, the technology's enabled us to follow that letter of the law so precisely. We've got a situation where this, all it takes is a human being to look at this to go, that's absolute chaos. There's no way that's how it should have gone down. But we've mm. tied ourselves in this knot where that is what it is. It's just like last season, or was it the season before, wherever it was where the, the, the goal line technology didn't work and Aston Villa got that goal they weren't meant to get or whatever, or didn't, get the, mm. didn't concede the goal they were meant to concede. And it's sort of like, you look at it with your own eyes, you're like, but that's crossed the line. And like, oh, but the mm. thing didn't work, so it's out. And it's sort of like, technology is supposed to aid humans, not replace replace exactly. us in, in, yeah. in a completely illogical manner. And I think that's, I mean, the Brighton fans, the ones that I saw, I'm not, I don't follow a lot of them on Twitter, but just the stuff that ended up in my feed was just, I mean, the it vitriol. Oh, well, yeah, dude. I mean, you're insane. fighting for relegation here. Yeah. They're only three points above Fulham at the moment. That's a, that's a vital point that's not given yeah. now. Uh, they lose because exactly. of this decision because the refs made a complete howler. So, and again, yeah. then they retake the free kick. I think it was in the end and they land up missing it. So that doesn't help either. It's like, because ah, yeah. you've had a moment. Again, it's all that thing about momentum. When momentum gets yeah. interrupted, you distracted and, 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 and yeah, it's just, it's just, I, I'm actually coming to the, the fact that does the Premier League have the worst officials across the leagues? Because when no, you're looking at no, who's, who's no. worst, who's worst. No, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we're not we're not focusing local. Piers of Europe. We don't have refs here. The Premier League gets scrutinized to a level much higher than any other league. I mean, think about the equivalent yeah. game. This is West Brom Brighton. You know, in in the PSL, I don't know who's at the bottom of the PSL at the moment, but I mean, mm. you know, you go to like would, Italy yeah. and this is sort of like, you know, Torino against what Genova. Like, no one's gonna be scrutinizing the decisions there to that extent. Mm. But Premier League, every single decision is give it goes they go over it with a fine tooth comb. So I think refs have howlers, no doubt. And this is a very good example of a referee completely losing the plot. And I think that needs to be looked into. But I don't know that there's mess I, I, I think also refs get a hard time. It's a friggin' hard job. I mean yeah. what they go through and the, yeah. the pressure they're under, I mean you know, thank God my job is not like that. Like, I don't have that kind of review of every decision I make. Christian, yeah. I think mm. that that kind of that pressure that you're there, they are under a lot of it. 
And we've also got to be, to a certain extent, you've got to give them a, like, you know, it's not his fault that VAR does that, you know, and he's, he's like, he know he knew he'd messed up, um, but there's nothing he can do about it. Once, once you're in the machinery, like he's got to turn around the VAR guys and the guys sitting in the room are like, well, we can't bend the rules. We can't be like, just because he's made a mistake. Guys, just in case like- anyone had any doubts as to what Matt does for a living, he is a UX designer, design lead. So he's very empathetic with, the, the situation in the context. He's able to always see yeah, it from the other side. Human beings, Put your man. fan like, hat on now, Matt. Put your fan yeah, hat look, on. Look, it didn't happen to Spurs, so I can be easily <laughs> objective. You know, I really, I have no skin in the game. If it happened in a Spurs game, rest assured. delivered. You should have seen me the day, back back in the day, before Red Hat made me a much happier man, when Spurs scored that goal from the halfway line against United, and it was clearly over the line. He was basically in the stand, scooping it out of someone's seat, showing it over the line, and that goal wasn't given. I mean, I was in a pub watching that game, and I nearly, very nearly got asked to leave. So, you know, it's, <laughs> I can be plenty upset when it affects my own team, but yeah, was, this one, I can was... kind of see all sides of the story, and I feel bad for the guy in the middle. Rest assured, I'm sure he won't be reffing next week. Yeah, he probably. was. Did you see he was supposed to ref? I think he was meant to be part of the Liverpool... Um, the Liverpool game, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? Um, I think it's, it's going to be a fourth, yeah, it's going to be a fourth official. Is it Lee Mason is his name? I'm not going to remember, but he was he got injured. Be... He got injured. He said, yeah, he said he was injured. That's what, they are. injured. He's, well, he's he said, morning, injured. Like, oh, no, my, my whistle hand is all off. Yeah. <laughs> and they say, he said this... yeah, it hasn't been in a while. They said, been, they said they gave something about a stat about the last time a referee was injured. Um, but that's all they put there when they said he was injured. They said he's been mm. injured, first trip to be injured in so many years or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you, oh, you wouldn't be riffing um, the midweek games as well um, because yeah. of injury. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, guys, actually, if you actually think about it, actually, these refs had howlers this weekend. Obviously, I didn't see the, the Saturday games, but the Sunday guys, like, yeah, but we'll, we'll yeah. get in, in my in my, in my, see, my match. Did you see but, like the. What you, like you know the one I was I was even like because I can even see they're getting scared now to even call a decision. The guys at the back end because you know I see Arsenal's game um, yeah. with their handball. Yeah, that was clear as daylight. They, and the ref had to go and check. To, the, and like, to check, yeah. What is he going to check for? Like that thing was. But it, exactly. I mean, they've got the right, technology now. Nice they use that, it for that kind of reason. But I mean, like, for geez, that kind that, of thing, I, mean, I don't mind. But I'm saying like now they're calling the ref now. Why isn't the guy in the back telling him, okay, that's a penalty, man, give it? No, 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 no. No, no, because 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 previously we used to complain that VAR had too much power and we didn't give enough yeah. out to refs. So now that's why they tell the ref go and have a look so that the ref is the person who's yeah. making the decision. Because that's what we asked for last season. Because last season yeah. they wouldn't go to the monitor. Monitor the monitor was used once last season probably, and every other time it was just yeah. like. But that's wrong. only because the dudes that were in that VAR room at the time were making even bigger howlers. <laughs> that was True. the problem. That was the problem. Yeah, it's like you look at that. You look at that situation with the Champions League with Chelsea's goal. I thought that was that was you know interesting because it was like a situation where the ref goes, "Okay, I've given the sort this call. I'm now getting clarification, and now it's in their hands because they're seeing everything." Like I, I get that, and it actually made it somewhat more seamless. At the same time, I don't know yeah. this. I think it's more frustrating. Like for example, that Liverpool scenario where the guy runs over there, he's already made up his mind and he hasn't even looked at the screen anywhere, the monitor. So he's completely overruled it. <laughs> like that for me, like that's where there's a disconnect. But guys, Newcastle, Wolves, Newcastle get that point at home. Now they're three points mm. clear of Fulham. But the point in itself, I don't know if you guys saw the highlights, very interesting one because they had a chance to win it at the end. So did Wolves, but Newcastle had a chance and they started off quite well. St. Maximum was doing the thing. And now he's injured, yeah. and Almiron's injured yeah. till April. They're two best players. 
are injured till wait actually three best players including Wilson are out till April guys let's write the obituary yeah, right now we're, we're going to have to start a championship farewell. version of this show for Nick next year True. as yeah, Nick has said before he's seen this movie he's seen the script was this he's seen this movie many times he's seen this movie yeah. many it's, times yeah it's well, one it's, way I mean, as well Fulham are, on, Fulham are really playing some good football. Scott Parker's found, yeah. found a formula there. He's really... That, that's right. and and on paper, it should, it should be no competition. On paper, Newcastle should be nowhere near Fulham on the table. Um, but yeah. you'd have to... If you were going to bet money now, I'd, I'd be far more likely to, to bet my money on Fulham finishing above Newcastle than the other way around. Regardless yeah, of the three yeah. points, I think that's... Uh-huh. Both those sides are still going to drop a lot of points between now and the end well, of the season. Well, guys, if, if Fulham, hypothetically speaking, say Newcastle get really good at it, and Fulham, I don't know if you would do this, but go after Callum Wilson, they're, they're mid-table side next season because they're keeping clean sheets. They just don't have yeah, a striker. Yeah. True. Yeah, that's true. But definitely, true. I think that they would, they, would, they, would, they would benefit from a Callum Wilson, definitely. And and um, what's his, that, that new player, uh, Maja, um, as, as a second option. And yeah, I mean, they've got good players, mm-hmm. man. And they go, the goalkeeper... He can be shaky um, sometimes when he parries the balls into into traffic, but generally he does he does make some good saves as well. So so they they have a good lineup and that centre back that they have, um, the like I think it's from Denmark is on loan. It's a good centre back and they've got good midfielders. Just have a good team and my favourite player Adam Muller Lookman. You know, as long as he doesn't take yeah, the penalties, I, he's doing well. What is shouting about Fulham is what used to excite me about Wolves. Wolves used to be this side and they've always had a decent squad. I mean, you look at Wolves on paper; they are some they've got some solid ballers there, but. Yeah, they yeah. they they've always played to bigger than they are, and and True. that's something that that old Nuno has really done well there is to create a side who who step it up every single game, and they've always got something extra. It's kind of gone off the boil a bit this season. They've been a bit lackluster. Yeah. Um. And and so for the, for Newcastle, this was a solid result, but I think because Wolves, they'll probably be kicking themselves. I think this is the kind of result that kind of typifies what's gone wrong with their season this season. Is that they would have thought they should be beating Newcastle. Um, 100%. And I think there's a combination of things. They've lost a couple of key players who, who were making them tick. And, you know, also, um, you know, Nuno's been there a while now. Maybe that's also played into a bit. He might also be looking for something bigger. Maybe he's ready for a step up. Um, uh, I think, I think let's, let's look at Wolves, man. It's like Jimenez hasn't been there. And again, I think we spoke about this the other day and Jota as well. And now all of a sudden you've got yeah. a player like Traore who was benefiting from those two players. And he, last season, everyone was like, oh, this yeah. guy's a world beater. All, all of a sudden, Barcelona were knocking on the door. People were looking at him again. This guy's incredible. Now they've asked him to do a little bit more. And it just shows you how restrictive his game is, a game that's based on pure physicality. Now he's not yeah. intricate enough to make certain runs. And they don't have that dynamic up front because they've got the young boy who's coming on, coming off. So they haven't found yeah. that mix up front. And that's where they're hurting. And at the back, they're not as solid. I've, I've crit- criticized Semedo at right back time and time again. <laughs> Sometimes Celo says too harshly on my side, but at the end too of the harshly. day, too yeah. harshly. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end but of the it's day, interesting you mention about it's interesting you mentioned Traore because for me there's a lot of similarities between Traore's situation and Thiago at Liverpool. Where Traore, what we've seen from Traore was that he thrived in a very specific system when he had the right players around him making the right runs. He was three center backs, free and, back, and his yeah. impact is huge. Then you look at Thiago when he was a Bayern versus Thiago at Liverpool. He's gone to a side, Liverpool have always, or you know, in recent years where their success has been coming from, their traffic is coming from the wings and then centrally later. And he's a player who's always played through the middle. And so now we're in a situation where Thiago looks like he isn't that great, but actually he's in a system that doesn't, isn't the same as what he was playing in at Bayern. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take time for him to evolve and maybe Liverpool's going to have to change. Maybe he's not going to be a success there. And I think mm-hmm. that's a similar situation with Thiago right here where we're seeing a player who's 
phenomenal in a very specific system and really struggling now that his side and through through stuff beyond his own control he's being forced to make certain changes mm. and i think that's it, it is interesting it's something and and you can see it. there's other players we could probably pick out from each of our sides we could probably pick out a player who's who we all see as absolutely incredible but who might struggle outside of you know of the the system that they're in I might really, really struggle in. Well, guys, case in point, Timo Werner. I mean, for Chelsea, had he gone to another yeah. side, that player is completely Beauty. broken. But they say Traore, for example, he's the type of player who needs a hand around the shoulder and he needs a lot of motivation because he gets into his own head. And they said that throughout his his career. But that's an interesting thing to look out for. But big worrying did, thing, like Celo says. Did yeah? you remember how, how poor he was at Middlesbrough? Yeah, man. I, I was like, no, I was like, I was like no in product. I was like, what the flip? This guy just runs. He's just so big. Yeah. This guy should go do something else. You know what I mean? Sprint. And then, yeah, and then like, the they say his time that quick. He breaks 10 then, seconds over 100 meters. Legit. And then now, really? and then now obviously when you, see him, when you see him for Wolves, you're like, wow, man, is the same player that I was, I had to like double check some other time. I was like, is this the same player at Middlesbrough? Because that guy was just like totally poor, but, and had no end product, but now he does have an end product. And he was even in the team of the week for one of these one of these websites or whatever. So I think I think they can they can they can um do well um from here on uh, maybe they can they can they can they can um re um uh, reemerge um as a team in the top 10 um going forward you know but but I think obviously Jimenez is the, is the big part you know yeah yeah um, no definitely uh, definitely but guys you you mentioned before we move on to this Newcastle no Saint Maximum no Almiron realistically if you're Nick you're really, I mean, he's been shitting in his pants. Now you think he's already made like half the shit in the pants there because this is how many, there's still quite a few games left. <laughs> there are quite a few games left. And Fulham, that's five games unbeaten. And I think it's actually six games. Yeah. They've won two, drawn three. They're just not losing right now. And they can smell it. They can smell the, the, the blood. They can pick it up. And they know Newcastle, Brighton, same sort of thing. And we actually, Burnley, I think this is the miracle we all need to hope for somehow. <laughs> well, we need to hope that Burnley goes. Yeah, we let's hope Spurs. Let's hope Spurs. Yeah, actually does enough to just derail Burnley. But I mean, looking yeah. at uh, just before we go on there, just looking at uh, like yeah, Nick said, he said that uh, the, at at the he said the the, the the games they have left over. He, he named a couple of sides, um, and he didn't see them picking up points um, in those games. So now, without those players, yeah. now yo, it's I think now it's. Um, it's a down. I think it's the slip of Man United. So, New, so, New, so, so Newcastle, Newcastle's next game is West Brom. Um, yeah. And then they've got Villa. And then they've got Brighton. Then they got, then they got Spurs. So actually, they got at least they're playing teams that, that are around them in the next two, two, in the, two in the next three games West Brom and Brighton. They need to get four points from those six. Out of does, six. But here's the good news, though, is Fulham's next, playing, three games, yeah. Fulham's next three games are Spurs, Chelsea, and, and Liverpool. So there's a little bit of light coming there's through. There's a little light for, for, for Nick. Mm. Nick. Nick Nick should be a bit, sure, sure. A bit happier. He just needs to beat West Brom on Sunday. Yeah, the one that the lads of in London here should be getting excited about, even Wonga, even though he supports Arsenal, Wonga is a huge, mm-hmm. huge fan. So let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. But we're going to start before we start with Wonga. Let's hear it from Matt's side because this is his side, yeah. and a 4 0 1 is always, I mean, always lovely. You know, this was this was the dream result. Like I said earlier, Burnley, Burnley really were uh, a very accommodating side. They 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 offered nothing going forward. They were really kind of slow in possession. They were, you know, our defence wasn't hugely tested. 
Um, at the, I mean, towards the end, they had kind of a couple of chances towards the end of the game where I thought we might end up losing our clean sheet, a couple of corners and that, and where they potentially looked a bit dangerous. But in reality, they never really looked like doing much. And at the same time, they gave us a lot of space at the back. And I know part of that is down to the, the, the movement of, of our front four. I think that Kane, Son, Bale and, and Mora were just phenomenal. They were really interchanging really well. They were running into space. They were dragging defenders out of place. It was really good work from them. Um, and, and the result showed, I think, fully deserved. I think it, Bale was phenomenal. His finishing was great. He was His movement was orb, just to a level I haven't seen. And he's had a couple of good games lately, Bale. He's in the... Against West Ham, he, he came on in the second half at West Ham, and although we lost the game, he was he was a really solid player. Sorry, Matt, I was um, laughing because the admin guys getting everything messed up today with the spelling, with the scores. It's, it's, it's drugs, drugs Archer, drugs Archer. Keep going. <laughs> really, did we misspell Burnley? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So, so what did we have? It did we have it as Brunley? Burnley. Uh, but I told I told you you need to go it's dyslexia I told anyway sorry about yeah. that keep going so, um, uh, yeah it was and, and I agree with with Pumlani I think that the game time was needed and, and he's showing yeah. he's, he's giving reward for that um and what was interesting as well is towards the end of the game we brought Ali on um as well and he came on and he had a really good game in Europe as well, was really creating nicely. And he also scored his own goal, obviously that phenomenal bicycle kick. But when he came on in, in the Burnley game, his role was a bit different. He was kind of more, you know, hold back, control the game more. He wasn't being forced to go forward and create. He was being asked to kind of defend and, and be, play some game management. And I think that's, um, that was really positive as well. So I think all in all, it was a really solid performance for Spurs. Not to like make too many big assumptions out of it because it was Burnley. They did play badly. They haven't won at Spurs since the 70s or something. So um, this was a game you'd expect us to win even on a run of bad form. But um, I think it showed some really positive um, signs for, for that we can build on. I think if we can get Bale back in the game, get keep his fitness up, I think we've, we're now seeing a good side of Ali if we can kind of build on that and give him more opportunities. And and also see more and more of Lucas Moura because I think he's he, he hasn't had a, a good run in the side this season. His movement was really, really good. And what was cool is um, Son still played well. I mean, he had a fantastic game, but he was quite quiet. You know, you didn't see too much of him, but he was still doing his job. He's creating chances and making him, obviously, he got two assists on the day. And and, and I think he's, he's, but at the same time, what you're seeing is that there's a, a Spurs side that's more complete um, in this game. And again, it's easy to say against Burnley, if we can carry that on, I think Fulham will be a, a more interesting kind of test. That's our next game. Um, and you know they're going to be up for it. They're going to really push us. They, they got a draw against us earlier in the season. So, I think and they're, they're playing at home. At Craven Cottage, yeah, it's always so a it's tough It's going to be a tough game. And I think if we can have the same kind of dominance and same kind of... And what If we can start on the front foot, because I think that's what, for me, that's what I noticed it from watching the game. And the habit I've gotten into with watching Spurs lately is I watch in the first half, I find frustrating and annoying and I'm irritated. It gets to half time and I'm just sort of uneasy. And this was completely different. From the first minute, it was clear we were going to go for this. And if we can have that same energy... Like we did towards the beginning of the season as well. And I'm thinking right back, if you think about the United game, which is a blip, you know, you're not going to score six against United at Old Trafford very often, if ever. And, but that game, we went into that game kind of like, we're just going to score all the goals. And if yeah. we can have that kind of attitude in, in more of our games, I think we'll, you know, top four might still be a bridge too far now. We might have let too much of it go, but we could still have a very positive end to the season, which could be good.
because I don't, I don't like seeing Spurs lose. It makes me miserable. You know what I, you know what I, what I found what I find what I find interesting is the fact that um, his formation, um, not his maybe not say his formation, but but the personnel that he used. You know the fact that he had Bale, Lucas Moura, yeah. Son, and Kane on the field at the same time, and Ndombele uh, sitting a little bit yeah. deeper with with William Hoiberg. That in itself just showed um, a different mindset that Jose didn't show in other games. You know. You've got literally yeah, four yeah, attack-minded players who can interchange in positions, and then obviously you got Dombele from 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 deeper, who was already playing as your ten, and then that that just yeah. like having five creative players is just a different mindset that Jose is going uh, into a game yeah. like that. Cool, it is Burnley. Maybe you can try a thing like that, but then you should, if it does work in the, in a game like Burnley, try it again against Fulham. Try it again against a, 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 a top ten team. Also, but wait, wait, yeah. but also let's let's. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. If you've got mul- multiple keys to open one door, why not throw them all and see which one works or unlocks the the sort of the goal, so to speak? But in this sort of scenario, where you're looking at Burnley coming to the new stand uh, stadium there, at Spurs Stadium, the field's big, it's wide, and when you've got those sort of players to exploit that space, it's ideal. When you're going to a Fulham where it's tight, it's it's you need you need something clever, but you need somewhat players that are going to be industrious because if they're not tracking their markers, you're going to be in big shit in that sort of scenario. So it's interesting. Would you do the same thing on a smaller pitch, Settle? Yeah, I mean, I think I think um, you should you should you should let the players that are that have the confidence um, continue in the next game. Yeah. And if it doesn't work in that game in the first half or whatever, you can make the change at halftime and bring on. Uh, who's the guy they'll bring on? They'll bring on Sissoko or Harry Winks and then maybe push up um, at Dombele. I think you can yeah. try it um, against... Because also Fulham, what do you do is with Fulham also they like to play that three... What do they do? Three, four, three uh, formation. Basically a five... A five... A five... Yeah, five, what, two, what, three. Five, two, yeah. three, basically uh, type of formation. Then maybe you can utilize it and then maybe you can have runners going past. Also, the nice thing that you did see is that uh, with with Bale, Bale and Kane were interchanging in, in in a lot in that you know that that almost like yeah. number ten position that that, Bale, yeah. that Kane likes. Bale will also likes can also play in that position because he's also a, quite a good passer. So actually, you can try it, try different, go out all attack. Let's see how it goes against against uh, Fulham. You've got nothing to lose. You know, you you're trying to get ahead and try to catch who's number four now, West Ham. Yeah. Oh, there's six points. Catch... There's six points from fourth spot. Six exactly, points. You know, yeah, we've got a game I mean. in hand on a couple of sides above us as well. So it's all exactly. the place. You've got a game in hand on West Ham, I think, I think it is. Uh, you've got a game in hand on West Ham. Try fight. You know, I mean, you yourselves and, and, and Everton are the two teams I can see, yeah. um, you know, fighting. Some, okay, and, and Liverpool, sorry. I thought Liverpool, but Liverpool's already in the, Liverpool's already in the race. Liverpool's already in the race. We're in the, race. Race. We're in the mix. You're already in the, you're already in the mix. So I want to, I want to, I want to throw in, I want to throw in uh, Tottenham and Everton yeah, in the mix yeah, and say that the current yeah, top, the current top, the current top eight, the top four. Well, come here's something interesting. So you're throwing in Everton and Spurs, guys. Aston Villa have only played 24 games and then the same amount of points as Spurs. And I know realistically mm. no one's mentioning them, but, but. Geez, that's what two games. That's they're there. They're there. Yeah, look, they've got, and they've also got some solid players. They've got some real game changers. Ollie Watkins has had a great first season with them, and I think they they could they could arguably be in the mix. I think they will, you know, and and given the the nature of this season, why not? They could probably pull it off. Um, I want to go back to something Celo said about Spurs at, at at Fulham though, and I think what we've shown over the course of the season, we do have players who can control a tight fit tight pitch. I'm thinking about particularly Hoybier. I think he's 
he's the kind of player that you want on the field. I was very worried when he went down towards the end of the game with that, yeah. that knock that he took. He seemed to walk it off and be fine. Hopefully he'll be, it's not something long-term because he's the kind of player who'll probably play through an injury. Um, but hopefully it's, it's not too serious and he can, because I would like to see him at Fulham. I think where you do get, you know, that, that, that compact kind of play, I think if he's, he'll be important for us if he can turn it around well, he and if he's got Ndombele next to him. Yeah. yeah, I think he he'll do he'll him and Ndombele will be really important to us in the in the in the Fulham game. Um, whoever we have in front of them in, from the attacking side, I think that you know as much as it's it's a more compact pitch or whatever. I think when you've got players in there in in who are in a good run of form, players like Son and Kane and Bale and 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 Mora, it doesn't matter what pitch you put them on. You know those kind of guys, they'll they'll play on the snooker table and they'll score goals. That it's. <laughs> It, for me, the worry would be more behind it. If if we are going forward like that, are we have we are we still tight at the back? And and that's yeah. where I think Hoybier is going to play an important role because I feel we're more solid when he's mm. there. I was glad to see Alderweireld get a game out because I always like. I do feel we're we he he's a strong head and he, he keeps him calm. Sanchez is still a little bit young. He he lunges in and leaves himself exposed, and I think that potentially could punish us against a side like Fulham who do kind of you know they're they're going to be doing everything they can to create chances. Um, if yeah. they do go behind, so I think um, that'll be important. But yeah, I think it was it was a solid solid performance and, and very positive. And you know, for once, I'm coming out of a Spurs result thinking you know there's potentially more here. We could we could pull okay, this off and have some fun. So, so you're positive, yeah. But before we move on to the next game, does Mourinho win a trophy this season? Yes or no? Oh, I don't know because I mean we're in with a huge shout. We're in the final of the cup, you know. Like, it's, it's a yes or no. It's a yes or no. That's what it is. <laughs> of course, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, yeah we'll get in there. Get in there. We'll win the Carabao Cup and the Europa League. <laughs> we'll take it all. <laughs> right, settle now. The game, the, the the historic big game on the weekend, the Chelsea Man United game. Uh, we cut some of us. I think was it you, Wonga? I know I said no, no, but was it you also called the draw? We I called said no, no. this. Yeah, we, so we both called it. I mean, it was somewhat predictable in terms of we knew how Ole was going to set up. We knew what Chelsea were going to do. And in the end, they cancelled each other out. Overall, your thoughts on this game and, and the point that Man United take you? Yeah, no, I think... Um, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot to say. Um, I think I'll start off with the penalty or the penalty that, that wasn't wasn't given, which is... Oh, man, it's so, so shocking. Like, um, I, look, I look back at that incident... And I asked myself, how does he not give a penalty when the player's hand is in an unnatural position um, and then he gains an advantage by handling the ball because then it goes in front of him and doesn't go towards Greenwood. It goes away from Greenwood by him um, just doing that little flick, you know. Um, so I think that that, that, that that part obviously wasn't great. But just in general, um, the game in itself, no, no team deserved to win. Um, there was only one big chance in the game created, which was the one that... Uh, that De Gea saved from um, what's this from um, ZH, um, and yeah, I mean, I think yeah. it was a disappointing game. Disappointing um, two fixtures uh, across the season: 180 minutes, zero, um, no goals at all between between the two teams, which is which is very bad uh, for teams um, of the caliber of, of Man United and Chelsea with the with the attacking talent that they do have. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a snooze fest. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, quite quite disappointed in, in just the performance of both teams. You know, what I mean, I think. I think um, neither neither of the teams wanted to win. Um, you can see with Chelsea bringing in a Angola Kante into the match that shows you know those those are quite a lot of clips that they actually showed on uh, on Monday. I was watching on Sky Sports uh, where 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 Warnock, um, uh, your, uh, Liverpool's former 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 defender. So he on uh, often on Mondays he's the guy who's 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 
who's on and, and I quite like his analysis. By the way, I think, I think I could try an angle and get that guy on our show, by the way. Just so that'd look be up. great. That would be great. That would be great. But yeah, uh, uh, I like his analysis. And, and he showed a couple of uh, clips where, where Kante's job was just to make sure that Bruno Fernandes didn't get the ball. Or when he did get the ball, make it difficult for him to make the next pass. And the, they showed a lot of clips where Kante, I think they showed probably like four or five clips where Kante was either blocked the pass to get to Bruno or was close uh, close by to Bruno when he does get the ball. Don't give him space. And then when Bruno does um, get past Kante, they'll double up. And then you'd see a Kovacic close by as well. So we, we, we kind of stifled each other. Um, but um, Solskjaer's... Um, Finally, finally, the English media is waking up to 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 something that 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 I've said and, and other United fans have said in terms of the setting up of Maguire, Lindelof, Fred, and McTominay. That setup in itself does not uh, promote um, an attacking mindset. You know, what I mean, you have those two uh, defensive mids trying to protect the, the centre backs. <laughs> And then That's the crazy. right back. It's crazy that you spent 85 million or how much it was on 80 then, million pounds on Harry Maguire, but you need to double up with two defensive center And then the right back <laughs> and left back, right back and left back don't go forward much. So you got so much mm. protection, so much protection for, 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 for this center back partnership. Whereas you should, you know, have one defensive mid. And a, a credit and, and a good center back partner where you can okay, cool, at least have another person in the midfield who can help Bruno Fernandez, who can try settle, and be attack minded. Everything you're saying makes sense on paper, technically, right? But if we're looking at the results, at the end of the day, points are points, and he's not he hasn't lost again, and he's second on the log. I know it's quite tight and it's, yeah. it's somewhat misleading, but they've made an improvement from last season in terms of points tally. Yes, Matt. But also I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, look, you know, I mean as a United fan, you're going to know better than me, you know, whether or not they could have done more. But if you'd been offered a draw before the game, a guaranteed point, you probably would have taken it. I think this is a good result for United. Chelsea have been on the up. They've been showing positive form. Tuchel's got that new manager bounce. He's taken away the Hawaiian shirts and disco balls, and they're, they're playing some solid ball. And, you know, in that regard, I think it's a solid result for United. And, and in, that, in that way, you kind of got to say that the game management is quite smart from Solskjaer. Maybe it was boring, but, I mean... You know, back in his day when he was at Chelsea, Mourinho won leagues by parking buses and, and getting boring away results like this. So, well, you know, true. to that extent, maybe think, maybe it's a, yeah, think, it, you want more sexy. As United, you're the kind of club that wants to go for it, go away to Chelsea and, and, and go for all you, three points. But how annoyed would you have been if he'd set up attacking and then you guys had just been turned around? And, and you know, especially if he's deployed Kante to kind of block... Fernandez, you're not able to create anything, and then you've left yourself open at the back, and you end up losing three 0 That would have been horrendous. You know what? I, what I wanted at least, at least for Mendy to make a good save. You know, like a a good save, like that the hair made. Mm. You know, the hair made a, a save mm. where he was going one way and he just put his right hand, and then it saved something. I can say, hey man, Joe, that was actually a good shot, but the keeper made a good save. Just just one one chance, I can say something like that. Whereas all the other chances were just mm. regulation. Regulation opportunities, cool. Greenwood had a nice opportunity, but it was like a half chance. Just, just one. You know, what I mean, I don't want to be feeling like I'm watching Jose Mourinho at Man United all over again. I want to feel yeah. like at least just, just one. Just, you know, it's not too much to ask for. You know, what I mean, you know, where where goalkeeper, where the opposing, sorry, where, uh, where the opposing goalkeeper gets the man of the match. The man of the match at the end of the day was De Gea because De Gea made one good save. You know, what I mean, 
and but, because um, no, one, no one else in the field looked did anything yeah above above average except the hair with the save yeah look i mean watching the game i think even after like um post calls uh he said right i mean he they they asked tushel after the game uh, when they interviewed him he said that the, the, it was a quality match um but um post post calls disagreed with him he said there was definitely no quality in there and i think why they said that um he, he went and he said that look when, yeah, I said, look, I mean, both sides, they didn't offer quality. And, I mean, yes, uh, what Celo's saying is that his side also, they didn't, um, they didn't threaten the goal. And if one had to look at the game, you'd say that Chelsea was the better side because they were always there in, they were most of the time, they were Man United's final third, but they, they couldn't really get a goal. And Man United, on the other hand, I think Man United had the better chances to win the game. And I would say there was no quality because they, as you, you'd expect... Uh, Man United, oh, given the position and the players that they had, um, when they like they were, they broke away, I think it was three times. The last time which was in the 80th, sometime between the 80th and 90th, 90th minute, when McTominay, 90th, 90th minute, yeah, 90th minute, yeah. That pass was it was it was easy. You pop it over, put on the if you could, couldn't call it, just pop it over into the space, and you had two people versus the goalkeeper. So I think Sounds in that sense, I, I honestly yeah. feel that, yeah. So Solskjaer in that sense, I think he. He, literally, if, if you if you're looking at it, you you could say that he did set up to win the game, you know. But also, he also also was trying well, to push not to lose the game as well. Not, not yeah. I think he set up not to lose. Not to lose. No, well, he was. Yeah. No, I yeah, think but, it's not a win. He's just banking on that one chance, and he's banking on that penalty yes. appeal. He's there, there was always going to be that moment for them in that game. You know what I mean? There was always going to be that had, moment. But they yeah. had the bit like for me, they had. It was just the pass that let them down. There's even one that went to Rashford that, that Bruno Fernandes hit to Rashford. He had, if he had put it right in front of him, Rashford would have been on yeah. on goal. So, okay, so, I mean, for me, if that's I, how they're winning, yeah, they, you can win I, a game like that. That's, yeah, they should have yeah, won. No, no. In, in tight games, right, there's, there's always, I think there's always these moments that you feel that, okay, cool, if we had done this um, better, we would have won or we would have done this. I feel in the other games, it's a bit different, right? You know, where Cavani misses an open goal against Arsenal. They... You've actually created the chance, and it's just your finishing. Mm. You know what I mean. Whereas in this game, it wasn't the finishing; it was the creation of chances. Do you understand? So, so if, so if you get in the chances, like Cavani did, or or that Pogba yeah. and and Bruno so, against those are, those are based, chances. Based on what Wanga was saying, you know, okay, final yeah. passes, and then based on what you're saying, the chances created. Then what is your opinion in terms of his starting lineup having Mason Greenwood and James and Rashford leading the line with Fernandez behind him? Do you think that is somewhere where you've gone, okay, you've gone with the youngsters for industry, but at the end of the day, maybe it's affected the quality in the final third and restricted you to somewhat having chances? No, no it's okay. I think I, I, don't, I don't mind the lineup. Uh, Martial is, 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 has, um, has been off form. So I think the players that are on form um, that have shown a bit more in the other games were the ones who deserve to start. Um, they're the ones who played in um, in uh, Sociedad's first leg and obviously won that game 4-0. They're the ones who started that game. So in that in that instance, I have no problem with with the starting lineup. They're the guys who've been playing well. So so yeah. So that, that's that that that's that. You can't you can't fault him for his for for his um, um, for up front. But you can fault him. But you can, but you can fault him on his substitutions as well. You know what I mean? McTominay only trained on Saturday and played. We played Sunday. 
Um, why are you only making one sub at 75th minute? You know what I mean? Whereas Chelsea made three subs. They tried to do something different. They tried to just change up the game. Whereas Solskjaer always does the same thing. He plays the players that he, his best friends, you know what I mean? The guys he, he, he trusts, but also the guys he trusts are the guys who are not going to do something different. You know what I mean? You know, you, you, you put in a Donny van der Beek in the 75th minute together with Martial. At least then you're trying to do something different. Try change personnel. Try change tactics. Either Do either. Do either or. But if you just going to bring on Martial for, 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 for Greenwood, which is a like for like, then where else are we going to just, you know, try to do something. Maybe try and nick it at the end. You know what I mean? Cool. Yes, the final ball from McTominay wasn't great, but, but I think... Uh, you know, you, you left a bit um, fried, uh, is a, a little frustrated and, and, and saying, what if? You know what I mean? You know, yeah. cool. Mm. Clean sheets are great, guys, you know. Uh, but, um, you know, if you if you really want to win a title, um, you need to win some of these big games. You know, even even if you just win two out of, out of, out of, out of the, the, what, the five or six that we've drawn, then that, that's not, that's not too bad. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, but also um, to counter that opposing teams, Play differently against Man United. The, the the big six teams play differently against Man United. So you've seen Pep Pep played with a Rodri and a Fernandinho against Man United at Old Trafford because he's scared of our counter attack. You know what I mean? So already now, it's not like last season where we beat City twice and we drew against Liverpool and beat other teams twice. You know what I mean? And we and we won we won at Stamford Bridge and we won at Old Trafford. You know what I mean? Against Chelsea. You know, so so already now there's a different mindset that the other teams are going against because they know our counter attack is is one of the best. Now already now they're already being cautious, and you can see defensive uh, minded players are, are are playing and everything, and then you being cautious, and it's almost like a you know jab for jab type of thing in in, in those games, which which ends up looking like Man United's not trying to win, but also if you look at the opposition, the opposition is also not trying to go for it. Matt, you wanted to say something. Well, I was just wondering. I mean, is is it perhaps not also a hint that that United have become over reliant on Fernandez as a creative creative outlet? Um, you know, if, if he has an off day or if he has a game like this where Chelsea's obviously identified him as a threat and starts to really block him out of the game, then it seems like United are struggling to find someone else to be that creative force. Um, and I, you know, I think the debate about who sits in front of him becomes moot because he's not doing his job, and there's nobody else stepping up in the midfield who's going to be the creative and, yeah. and make something happen. And you know, between Fred, I like exactly what you're saying. You've got we miss, we miss, po- we miss, po- we miss Pogba, thing. we miss Pogba. That's, yeah, that's, Pogba. that's, that's, that's like, a fact, yeah. But, but in terms, yeah, true, yeah. yeah, that's true. Because, because at least, yeah. at least with Pogba as, as a pivot, at least he can make a pass, you mm. know. What I mean, whereas. Yeah, and and also there's 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 I just obviously I don't I don't I don't want to bombard you guys with with too much um, United information, but there's there's actually um, an analysis analysis where where where, where it shows um, that the positions that uh, Bruno Fernandez receives the ball, where it's Pogba playing in the midfield, as opposed to when it's McFred playing in the pivot, right? And the positions that Bruno gets it. Are higher up the field when Pogba's playing, and then oh, when it's when it's when it's McFred, yeah, when, when when it's McFred, it's a bit it's a bit shorter, but also a bit more to the left type of thing. So he almost like tries to gravitate towards a bit to the left because I think he likes he maybe prefers a, a pass from 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 Fred than 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 McTominay. Well, Whereas for Pogba, yeah. it's all across across the front, but it's higher up, yeah. and it's and it, and it just shows that. 
already now he feels that he can't get the ball in the position that he wants to get the ball. Now he comes a bit deeper to try and get it um, to feet. And yeah, but yeah, but I think um, that but makes sense. Um, but then why aren't they playing Van der Beek? Because he would offer them something different, right? Like, surely, I wish, I wish I, mean, I knew the answer. I wish I knew the answer. You see what he was doing at Ajax, and you just think, where is that guy? Where is that player? What have they done with him? It's like, for me, it's like the Obama Young thing again, like where they, they've swapped him with a lookalike. And, cause he, Amen. And, I mean, fair play, he's only getting bit parts now, but I think like they've, they've robbed us of this amazing player. Yeah, because it's, it's such a shame. It, it is a shame, and you just have to ask, is it that players take time to adjust, but then also a player is only given a game in, in, in you remember what, what we said about players who get a game in the FA Cup? They get a game in the FA Cup, but they haven't been playing for the last three weeks. You know, and when they do come on yeah. as a sub, they come on for the last ten minutes. You know, yeah. um, Bale Bale won't be doing well if he doesn't get a game and starts a game. He started a game in the Premier League. He started a game in Europe during the week. Two consecutive yeah. games Bale has started. At least he can build up momentum, build up fit, match fitness. Donny van de Beek will start. Will, will will come on tomorrow for fifteen minutes, and then won't see the won't see anything against so, so, against where City. Would play, where would you play him right now to fit him into the side? If play him like got... ahead of play 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 him ahead of, ahead of ahead of McTominay or, or Fred. Choose one. Choose whichever one you wanna you wanna prefer to use as yeah. a defensive as a defensive shield. Uh, but then at least with Donny van de Beek, at least he can. So at least going forward, he can at least give you something. He can at least give you a pass. He can at least give you some intelligence in terms of making runs. Cool. McTominay scored goals this season, but McTominay is um he used to be he used to be a striker. So McTominay can finish, right? He used to, he used to be a striker, but he's not. <laughs> wow, I so, didn't know that. So so yeah, so yeah, he used to be a striker. Uh, so he scored seven Jeez. goals. He seven. He scored seven goals this season, and it shows in his finishing that he can actually put put his foot through the foot through the uh, foot through the ball. But the passing element is lacking, so he doesn't have assists because that passing element is lacking. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. He's got industry, he's got work rate, he's got everything. You know what I mean. And then if the ball is um, at the edge of the area, I give him a sh- uh, an opportunity to shoot. He shoots it well. You know what I mean. You know, uh, but just the passing, man. So but that's why they're doubling yeah. him up, hoping someone else can assist him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the that's the issue here. That's the biggest yeah. issue. But guys. Amen. The, the the one game, the Sheffield United Liverpool game, the one that I was telling you early uh, on, it yeah, felt the like big a big upset, one. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you yeah, joke. Biggest, biggest, biggest upset. Biggest yeah, upset. but guys, you joke. you joke. We had Adrian in goal. Okay, we had Adrian in goal. Obviously, big Addison's got for his, his father's funeral. Yeah. We've got tricking the two. You know, and you know, what is interesting was you mentioned, Matt, you mentioned Thiago. You've been not playing to his strengths and he's being found out because he's being asked to do a job of him that's not used to, which is fair enough. But on this game, or in this game rather, they've actually changed things up a little bit and they had him sitting next to Van Alden, playing the role that he is comfortable in, getting the ball in the middle and dictating yeah. the game. And we saw the best, one of his better performances for Liverpool, which made a huge difference. Obviously, they were doubling up on our centre-back, so there was a lot more support from Trent and Robinson supporting the two guys, and that made a huge difference. Not that we were significantly sound at the back by any means. I mean, Sheffield got in once or twice, you know, they, they did the thing. But at the end of the day, money moving more centrally was also the difference. And Firmino, for his poor sort of like efforts at goal, I mean, he could have we could have been 2-0 up first off if, if it was one of those scenarios. But, but Firmino got, didn't get a goal. He got does an own goal. That shows he was missing the yeah, shot. But, but did you see what he did to create that space? Did you guys all see it? Did you but, any of you but, see it? But the, 
but the question nah, I is, to watch the game, but, 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 the, but the part, the the, the part I'm asking is that we all, people will all celebrate like Bobby finally scores. Oh yes, no, Bobby for video. And then what happens? It's an own goal. I felt bad for the guy because I was like, hey man, this guy's needed a goal. He's been crying out for a goal, but, like how Timo Werner is crying out for a goal, but it's an own the goal. The thing is because... with, with Firmino, it's always like, every time someone tells me about Firmino, they tell me like, did you see this? Did you... Like you have to watch him so carefully to know that he's a yes, good player. It's true, like, it's you've got to be like, did you, did you see that run? Did you see that run? Did you see like, how this how he to the yeah. space? Did it's like how far back in time must we go? Like, did, did you see how, how he tied his laces? Did, did you see, see how lucky he was? How, did, you see how, like, did you see how he pressed the defender? Did you see how he created the space for Bobby? I, I actually I can't wait. You know what? I can't wait for the show to end. I can't wait for the show to end, and you guys actually go see the highlight and see what he's done. Sure, the thing deflects and it's not given to him, but. He creates, he picks up the ball, he beats one or two guys, he gets the one-two, and he's surrounded by three players, and he creates that space for himself. Not many players can do that. And when you guys go see the highlight, then you're going to be like, oh, okay, okay, then we'll see. But no, it wasn't his goal. I don't know, but, but isn't that similar to what Curtis Bale Jones. did this weekend, but Bale also scored two goals. So, I don't know, like, you know. No, it's not, cool. it's not, it's not, it's not the same at all, dude. If you've got to compare Bale and you've got to compare Firmino in those sort of tight spaces, you must just see him move his body. You must just see it and then they will talk. Oh. Now I must watch him dance. Like, what else does he bring to the party? <laughs> like, is he, is he driving the bus after the game? Does he drive the team bus as well? Just like, love I can it. do it all. I'm Bobby Firmino. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. Bobby, 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 Bobby. But no, it was a good, it was a well taken goal from, from Jones. Yeah, it was a good result, man. It was a good result. And the, and the, the first goal so was well taken. So you saw Jones' goal. You just didn't see how he set up how Firmino didn't set up the, the second one, man. So you saw the Jones goal. No, I, I I just mentioned the fact that that Firmino shot was off target and and in the so but you, but you saw the but you saw the goal. No, I just was too focused on the uh, fact that I was happy. I was happy for a guy who uh, who's yeah. loved on this show. All right, no, it's fair, fair, fair. So you got no, your man. Listen, no, he, cre- no, he, create, he, create, he created. He created. He 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 did well to create the space for himself. I won't lie. He 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 faked to shoot for uh, once, and I think faked to shoot twice, and then and then obviously. Um, finally got the shot away, you know, so which which was good because obviously the the defender was already on the floor, and then you know that that whole thing, you know, great space. I think also the first half he had a great run where it, it almost like Mane went for a ball with the defender, and then obviously it went off someone, and then he went into space, and I expected him to do better because he he's very good on a one on one situation like that with a goalkeeper because he's very clever. Either he goes past the goalkeeper or he chips it, you know. What I mean, obviously, but this time Ramsdale. Um, yeah, but know, that's I'm one just, of those Timo Werner situations. You know where the confidence is low because yeah, you haven't been scoring. True, you tend true. to overthink it. But they even put Salah through in the game with like that yeah. sort of L2 sort of pass through ball, which is phenomenal. But one of the best players for Liverpool was Curtis Jones. Now, Curtis Jones, when he was playing at the academy, he used to play number 10. And people raved about him in that sort of position. So when you had Genie and you had Thiago sitting deeper, they allowed him to pretty much go roam the pitch. And he looked fantastic when he was playing. He obviously came off. But that I know we it's just Sheffield at the end of the day. But after a four-game losing streak, it's a big one when we're leading up to the Chelsea game on Thursday. And when mm-hmm. you are, what is it? You're one point behind Chelsea, which means this Thursday game is bigger than what any of us expected, which is going to be interesting, good test from a Tuchel's perspective. I mean, if we lose at the end of the day, it's going to be a big loss for us. But it's not one where we're going to go like, ah, you know, it's, it's all doom and gloom because of the situation we're in. If you're Tuchel and you lose this one, and you don't land up top four end of the season, 
what happens with him and Roman Abramovich and the Marina come into the season and go, yeah, your key performance index, uh, my boy, it was meant to be top four. What's happening here? And this is the game you lost. Yeah. So maybe that works in our favor. I don't hey, know what you Frank, you can just say, hey, man, Frank with these Hawaiian shirts wasn't do the, doing the business. I came here, <laughs> I brought in, I brought in uh, fresh, fresh white shirts for these guys to wear. Look polar neck. Wear. Seems like a polar neck type of dude. <laughs> it was like, a polar neck. Like a blazer. <laughs> Like a blazer, but a polymer, you know? <laughs> yeah, actually, like, right. He does look like yeah. one of those guys. That is true. He does. He you does. Yeah. yeah. Also, true. guys, I don't know yeah, if you, you heard the thing. with a scruffy collar, he's like a... <laughs> well, did, I don't know if you guys heard about this whole Jota thing. So Jota is fit enough to make an appearance on the weekend. He's had his first full week of training. And then on the day of the game, he's ruled out for being sick. Apparently appendicitis, some are saying. So, oh, I mean, that's no also one of... That's also one of those yeah, things we're going, yes, you know, we've got someone to bring off the bench and then suddenly, bam, like, no, the, the Oak's not ready yet. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah, what I heard the team radio's ready. Clubs go through these sick note phases. Remember, Arsenal had it for a while where it was during yeah. Mourinho's last few years where it was like, it didn't matter what they did differently. There was always six players injured. It didn't matter. And it was, 100%. and it seems yeah. like Liverpool are in that phase now. It's like, you just can't catch a break. Like, someone's going to come off. Someone's going to get hurt. It must be terrifying every game. Only person who seems to make it through is Firmino because he just dances out the way of danger. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, the only player who's come out completely unscathed this whole season is the one that they don't want to give a new contract to. It. And this is also why we're getting the results yeah, that we get. Gene Van Haldem has been carrying this midfield yeah, yeah, yeah. for the whole season. They're but, not giving yeah. a new contract, guys, but then they expect before. Give him, give him what he wants because Barcelona But they're expecting the guy to Barcelona, still do the thing. Barcelona, Barcelona won't sign him because Koeman is not even sure he'll be the manager. So rather rather give him what he wants yeah. because his options will be not limited, but I guess it's if he's a free he's a free well, agent. Well, where did it go? Right? I think Inter, there's talk about Inter, if not Barcelona. But I mean, does he really want to go there? And this is the thing is this player is really giving you everything. And then they're going, no, no, he's 29, he's turning 30. He's, and he's one of, if we're looking at our top seven performers in the, the league or in the team, he's like on eighth on that list in terms of what he's earning. So he's not even in the same sort of bracket, which is, you're yeah. thinking about the shit that he does. You're going, flip, like, why aren't you giving this? Just look at the season. Give, and give, him, give, him, him, a, give him a three-year contract. The, yeah. But isn't this the money ball thing, guys? You know, we talk about yeah, Liverpool being a family said. club. Family, family, Liverpool's family. not a family club. Liverpool yeah, is run by the Moneyball guys. And they, they don't see Wijnaldum as, as the way the fans do. Like, he's go out there and he'll, like, he'll die on the field for you guys. But they're like, no, that's he's a 29-year-old player. We don't give 29-year-old players three-year contracts. Sorry, buddy, you're out on your ear. And, like, that, that's, yeah. the, that's the problem with Moneyball. Like, it'll win you leagues every three or four seasons. But it'll also do things like this. You also then got to wonder, like, why is Milner still there? The dude's like forty-seven. Like, what does he have on him? <laughs> no, well, he hasn't touched he's got, a job he's got for What is that? He's got something on them, clearly. Something clearly. Yeah. No, he's he's got, he knows. He knows he where brings, the skeletons are buried. No, guys, he brings he brings a lot to the to the team sort of dressing room and the atmosphere as a professional and everything else that he but does. And he's also he has, what is this with the, all of these players who do these things you can never see at Liverpool? <laughs> Amino's dancing, Milner's bringing everybody a cupcake after the game. 
They win one game before going bailing. But you're going to give the dude who's quite nice to everyone in the change room another contract. But Ronaldo, he can go because all he does is play good football. I actually (laughs) cannot. Like, I'm trying to picture Spurs winning a trophy. And if this is you guys winning 4 0 against Burnley and you're getting loud, imagine you winning a trophy. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) It's going to be insane. They'll be so so unbearable, man. Like, (laughs) but also, I feel bad for you guys. I really do. Also, we don't want luckily it'll never happen, so you'll never find out. (laughs) We don't want City to win four titles, but I don't even know who's worse, man. Why didn't Brentford beat you guys so they could win the cup? Flip, man. Yeah, man. Hey, okay. But guys, just to bring it back to the the sort of Liverpool context and the Chelsea thing, one thing I found very interesting was Chelsea with Tuchel not starting Timo Werner. Werner literally coming out as a striker, having a one-on-one interview going, yes, no, my confidence is low. Yes, no, I'm struggling. Yes, no. Like for a player to come out saying, you'd never, like a couple of seasons ago, a player would never admit that. They would never own that up and say, now he's going, yes, you are another manager. Turk, talking German to me does does make a difference. And you're just thinking to yourself, what is going on here as a footballer? You know what I mean? Did you say this in English? Clear English. Beautiful English. Good English. Very good. I just think, you know, if he had come to Liverpool, it would have been a great fit for him. He would have been sort of, but obviously 50 million pounds is always going to be overpriced. But just think about Liverpool, back up. He can ease into it. Now we wouldn't be expecting a lot off of him. Could have eased his way. German manager and Klopp, if that's such a big thing for him. Just And also playing more to his strengths, where it's all about pace, speed, and being direct. Chelsea, especially with now Tuchel, that's not what they're doing. They're Position doing all based. this build-up player. Yeah, all this build-up plans. They're not playing to his strengths. So you're also getting scratching. Longer. Kai Havertz not playing. Timo Werner not playing. All the money that they spent on these two players. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but, yeah. I, but, I, but, but I think, yeah, listen, Tuchel has a big problem, bro, in that... They've got too many players. He started ZH. I couldn't believe that ZH was starting this game. You know what I mean? I, 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 and also, he wasn't even playing in his best position. You know what I mean? Because ZH is a, is a 4-3-3 player or a 4-2-3-1 player. On the right-hand side, cut in, cross, cross. You know what I mean? Now you're playing ZH as a... As a, as a I don't even know what that formation is called, guys, because they also they play with Mount and ZH right behind Giroud. And I don't even know what the formation is called because then obviously they got wing backs and it's just, it's just, oh yeah, you actually are right. It actually is a Christmas tree because it obviously comes from, 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 from what's his, um, what's his guy? Kante Kovacic. Is Giroud then the angel at the top of the tree or I'm confused? Yeah, he's like, Giroud at the top. You know, it's just crazy. So you're playing, you're playing people out of position and then your best players Oh man, I think I think Tuchel just needs he needs this international break and he needs all his his players not to go on the international break. I know it's impossible, but he needs all of them not to go on the international break yeah, and so that they get, so they can so they can work on their their play for ten days and say, Okay, cool, this is how we should play as a team. This is my best team, this is my starting lineup because he and he and he started Chilwell. After Chilwell he'll start for a while and then just just you have got too many players. Kepa's gonna start probably on Thursday, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean Chelsea has like 300 players on the books at any one time. Like it True. must be so stressful. You go there as a new manager learning these names. Like I reckon sometimes he doesn't know he's, who he's putting on, you know, just like he's got this mound and mound of files and files of papers. He just wraps it up and around it. Yeah, Chilwell, you're on today. Like, what position do you play? You know, have a go. 
Yeah, like, that's true. That's I true. Think, it's, it's true. It's, they've got too many. You're right, but I think like, yeah. for me, I, I I don't blame him in that sense because um, yeah, he's come there and he's got tons of players there. Um, like we've always said, they've got two full squads there. Um, and now he has to try and work out something. I mean, he has to try to find out what combinations are working. He's got the training sessions to do a try out in a match, see how they perform in the match, see how they are in training. Of course, he's going to be given um, a bit of uh, maybe darts from before and look at that. But he has to work out things himself. So I don't blame him in that sense. And also, if you look at it, he hasn't, if I'm mistaken, he hasn't lost a game yet. Um, but he's been getting mm, quite he a hasn't. few wins. He's getting, he's getting positive results, mm. um, especially out of... Um, uh, out of the guys that weren't playing before, um, like your Mark, like your Alonzo's, um, coming back and look looking like they haven't been out of squad f- uh, for as long as they have been out. So yeah, I think for me it's it's understandable in terms of looking at all these players switching and moving around and all that stuff. I, that's that's from my point of view. All right, fair enough. And I think we're going to speak a lot more about this on Thursday show before or for the build-up of the Liverpool-Chelsea game. So be sure to to come back and listen to us talk about that. Uh, final thoughts before we leave, guys? No, nothing much. Nothing much. No. I'm not pretty much talking about the Polonex. I just, I just think, and I think it's combined probably with, you know those dudes who wear loafers with no socks? I reckon that's how they're all rocking at Chelsea. I think that must be a big change for the players. <laughs> You know, they they were they were oh, in their Hawaiian like, shirts, all the big like, laid back. Yeah, and now they're like they're like super formal. The dudes are all like, "Where are my friggin' socks?" Like, I reckon I think we need to really but, investigate more. So, you should offer some explanation about what's I, going I on in the Chelsea wardrobe. I, I actually, I actually, I probably can find a picture of Thomas Tuchel wearing a polonic. I, because I, I, I've seen him, I've seen him wear a polonic. He is right. I've I seen feel like I've also seen him. him. I mean, that's huge. A change of style on the pitch, off the pitch. It all adds up at the end of the day. If you're not sure what to wear, you're not sure how to kick a ball, what shoes you're kicking them with. I mean, it's, it also exactly. plays a mind on your sponsors and everything else, you know. So it's 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 a big yeah. deal. Plays in the part of the brand. But uh, thank you for that, Matt. Okay. Also, something guys look out for. We're going to get Hawaiian shirts made from for Goal Lounge for the crew. And it seems like the second thing is underneath those Hawaiian shirts, we're going to have Polonex. <laughs> I don't know how to pull off a polo neck. I'm already, you know, like I've, I've got a very delicate kind of reputation to uphold. I'm going to have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look, look, look at this. Look at, yeah, look at this. Look at this. Look at this, man. I, I got I to gotta, I gotta see if I can, I can pull this sharing. off properly. Yeah. Let's share screen. What am I sharing? Uh, application window. Oh, where is it? Oh. Everyone, just hang on as Celo talks us through yeah. the process of him trying to professionalism. Yeah, please tell us, <laughs> tell us how to use the internet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Where are you sharing it? No one sees it. We've got four people waiting in anticipation, including oh, ourselves. Oh, man. That's seven of us really waiting for this picture. Better be worth the wait. Okay. Because, okay. Are you uh, looking? Are you looking, guys? Okay, hang on, looking hang, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. There we Marcus go. Hey! Really <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> yeah, boy. Is that really Thomas Tuchel? Are you sure that's not that like... Is, that is, guys. That's not the bad guy from a spy movie. I was about it to say, is, that's guys. not the bad guy. It looks like a bad guy. kind of a villain. Like that looks like that villain on... Oh, man, Cloudy. Look at that guy. Casino Royale. Yeah, like boy, 007 villain, this guy. 100%. Yeah. Casino Royale. Yeah. 
Guys, that's him, guys. Yeah, that's that him. must have scared the that's... crap out of all the English players when he when he came to Chelsea like that. He probably <laughs> landed. He probably landed like that, guys, because obviously it's like a bit cold. He probably landed, and obviously he went from the the, the 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 plane to the training ground. He probably landed and he said, "Hi, guys, whatever." Greeted them. He was like, "Oh, what, what's going on, guys?" No, like, dude, they saw. You know what? In their yeah. minds, they were like, "No, no, Frank." But he Lampard. wasn't just like, "Hi, guys." No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Frank Lampard is 007 and he came and took him out. I like that. I can see a lot of scope for... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the first thing they probably saw was him dragging Lampard's body out the training ground. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to to see here. Nothing to see here. Also, the funny thing is... Uh, Timo Werner going, yes, it's nice having a German-speaking sp- uh, German coach, but it's not nice when the German-speaking coach is swearing at you in German, saying, hey, get better, bro. <laughs> like, that just doesn't help. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate everyone who's come through. We hope um, you've had as much fun as Celo has, uh, mocking, and so, it's somewhat Matt, mocking Firmino. Um, yeah, and if, remember, if you don't know what to be... I'm mocking you, Cloudy. <laughs> cool. Be cool. Oh, be. Ah, bruh. <laughs> be cool, guys. Be cool. Be cool. We, we, 